Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Nathan Brown Show on 106.7 Buzz 2. Inside the 15, Bears want to go quickly. Fake the handoff. Outside they go. Richmond, stutter step. At the 5. Into the end zone! Touchdown for the third time! Christian Richmond's got a hat trick! And the Bears take the lead! How about it? Over the next hour, Coach Brown and Bears broadcaster Justin Acri will recap the previous games, highlight outstanding performances, and look ahead to what's next for Central Arkansas football. Third and long here for Braylon Smith. Will they throw on third down? Nope. Hail up the middle. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Central Arkansas! Cherry on top, Darius Hale, his seventh of the season. The freshman is feasting. The Nathan Brown Show is presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro and broadcasted live at their location at 955 South Amity Road. Hudson, part of a three-receiver set to the right side. They're going to hand it off to Hale. He's going to go left side. At the five, four, three, two, touchdown. Central Arkansas, Darius Hale for the third time tonight. Hat trick for Richmond in the last outing. Darius Hale gets the first of his career tonight, and the Bears are cruising. And also brought to you in part by Splash Car Wash, AT&T, Highland Dairy, Conway Corp, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Conway Regional, DDS Dentures and Implants, HD Roofing and Construction, and the Arkansas Beef Council. There goes Hale up the middle. He's gone. He's going to go to the house. All the way to the end zone. He got caught at the end, but he's in for another score, another long run. 50-plus yards by Darius Hale. Late flag comes in, but it was after the score, and Darius Hale is over 200 yards on the night. Unbelievable performance by the freshman this evening. Now let's head to walk-ons and join Nathan Brown and Justin Acree. All right, welcome in, everybody. I'm going to turn this microphone down a little bit as we are live at Walk-Ons, Sports Bistro in Conway. I'm Chris Kane, filling in for Justin Acre this week, who is in Wichita, Kansas tonight. As he is getting set, it is men's basketball season, Coach. It's crossover season. We've got to share Justin every now and then. Thank you for letting me join you here at Walk-Ons. I've listened all season. I've enjoyed it, and I'm glad to join you tonight. Yeah, I'm glad you're here, here, Chris. Obviously, uh, Obviously, you, you you know just as much, and you're as thick, thick in this as Justin is every Saturday, and uh, you know we appreciate you. May, actually, you may know more than him. You know, oh, you get really? all the, you get all the tell in, me more. Tell you me get more. all the inside interviews. I do. I do. I, you, I, you and Steve-O get all the inside. I was about to say, I, I think I get the insider information because <laughs> I, I sit there and pick your brain you for 10, 15 minutes every game day, asking you all kinds of yeah, questions. You spend you spend a little time with Coach Kitchens and Coach Collins too. I Can mean, I that's, tell you? About good. those two, first of all, I love them both. That's awesome. And I love how accessible and open you guys are to yeah. us, and I appreciate that. My favorite is watching kind of how Coach Kitchens, number one, because Coach Collins, he was a head coach at one point, so he kind of understands, okay, I can talk to Chris. I know he's not going to, you know, <laughs> he's not going to give out information. But Coach Kitchens, when I first started talking with him, he was he had this hard shell around him. 
I mean, Hayden Ray's shaking his head over there because he was he's been coached by him before. And Hayden <laughs> Ray, one of our special guests tonight, will join him in just a minute. Also, Justin Kyers is here as well. But Coach Kitchens, slowly, I've broken through that you hard cracked the shell. Huh? I've cracked it little by little. And now when we talk, he opens up so much more to me. I remember the first time I talked to him, he's like, you're not going to say this on air. I said, no, I'm just trying to learn. <laughs> see, that's, I just want to find that, out more. That, that, see, that's great by him, though. See, he's holding it he close does. to the vest. He and, does. And, uh, he's he's over. He's all, yeah, he wants, he wants to keep it keep it tight, and that's that's the way we that's the way we do things. No, we, uh, we again, we, we, we love being available, and uh, it's a long season, and we're together a lot with you guys even. I mean, on the road and, you know, a lot of different venues. And, uh, you know, to have a good rapport and relationship with everybody I think is huge. We appreciate you all and how open you are to us and, and opening up your locker room and accessibility to players and having them every Monday night here at Conway is fantastic at Walk-On Sports Bistro. That's where we are tonight. If you want to come and watch, we've got Saints and Ravens in New Orleans tonight. Should be a fun one. I believe Baltimore two-and-a-half-point favorite the last time I checked. Uh, there's also college basketball games that have started as well so if you want to come down to walk on sports bistro on conway we'll be here for the next hour and we've got a special hour full of specialists i said siler <laughs> over there as well this is what i love about your your specialist room coach and i've noticed this and rj used to talk about this all the time when rj hawk was roaming the sidelines yeah. he'd always hang out with those guys he said they they were hilarious they were fun and they were also kind of enlightening about hey here's what we're about to do and Hayden Ray's laughing over there because he knows how much info he would give to RJ and be like hey here's what we're about to do watch <laughs> hey we're about to onside watch this you well, know well, I think that's fun about your specialist group well I'll tell you this Hayden's been here long enough to he's seen it all yeah. I mean he's been a part of championships he's been a part of of the ups and downs and great years and you know years where you have some adversity and then I, I always I, I am always in, in you know everybody talks about an offensive line room they kind of have a different different uh relationship or rapport but it, it, I think the specialist room gets overlooked a lot too. And so, you know, as far as kicker, snapper, punter, uh, you know, the backups that are in there, I mean, it's just a, it's just a great group of guys and obviously help us win on Saturdays. They're a big part of it. No group has longer warm-ups no. per capita. No. You guys are on the field first every game. All right, we'll get to those guys in a little bit. First, we have to get the bad news bears out of the way, and that was a 42-14 to loss to Eastern Kentucky last week. Good, good news here is share of a conference title still in the picture, and, oh, yeah. and I know that that is something that, especially for these seniors, for guys like Hayden, I, you guys still have your sights set. We do, and, and, and bottom line is it's like I told our team, uh, if you're playing meaningful games in November, then, then you're doing something special. And, and, look, we've had an up-and-down season. We've had tough losses. We've had big wins. We've had it all this year. I feel like we've dealt with adversity. I mean, when you look at it, uh, you know, a, a week from this Saturday, two weeks from now is senior day. We've got six seniors walking on senior day. It's never happened, right? In your Chris, I, I, I've never had less than 17. Wow. Um, and so we're, we're a young team. Yeah. And so you knew this year was going to be ups and downs. You knew there was going to be some bumps in the road. You knew we were going to have to figure ourselves out. Uh, but the positive thing is, is, is we've had four opportunities in the ASUN conference. Obviously, we stubbed our toe last Saturday, um, but but in three of those four games, we gave other teams the same feeling we had on Saturday night. We ran teams out of the out of the stadium. I mean, and good teams at that. Austin P. Kennesaw's playing really right. well. They've won three straight since we beat them. I mean, I mean, we've done that. And so I talked to our players to hold on to that. We're playing. Obviously, we step out of conference this week. We'll talk about that more. Um, but but man. Two Saturdays from now, that game is for a title, and 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 seventy-five to eighty percent of the teams this time of year at our level of football are playing for nothing. 
and our team is playing for something. And and we're playing for a ring on our finger. We're playing for a trophy to go in the trophy case. Uh, we're playing playing to add another championship to the banner. You know, another banner to the championship list. So um, it's it, there's a lot still ahead of us. You know, I know it's only two weeks, um, but just because we stubbed our toe, we've done enough to that point to have two shots at it, right? Right. You had two shots at it. And you the, built up your resume and, enough. No doubt. And the yes. lucky part about it is in two weeks we'll be back home. And so, uh, and, and, and and who knows, you know, who we could be co-champions with. Eastern Kentucky's got a tough road ahead of them. Absolutely. They, they've got Jacksonville State this and week. Kennesaw. And Kennesaw. Yes. I mean, that, you know, and, and obviously you want no matter what, you want to win out and do all that and get to our point and get a winning season. But, but we may have done enough already. I don't know. You know, our team is – we've got a good team. And, and uh, I think on Saturday we played too tight. I think we knew what was at stake. I think I probably put too much of an emphasis on it on Friday night leading up to the game. We tried to avoid talking about it last week a lot. Uh, but, Ben, it was the elephant in the room. Everybody knew what was at stake. And I think we, our young team went out there and played – very tight, not to lose almost, you know, and, and Eastern Kentucky knew that was their only way to stay alive was to f- play their best game against us, and, and they did, and they did a great job. Give them credit. Um, I think they're as talented a team as we have in this league, but uh, but I just didn't see the normal Bears. The last four or five weeks we played, we played really good football. Um, you know, we've, we, we, we've been very consistent, especially on offense and, and uh, defense in three of those four weeks, and, and we just didn't play that way Saturday night. We'll, we'll, we'll get better because of that. When I look at this game, you know, Murphy's Law, they always say anything that can go wrong will go wrong. But yeah. the, the extended version of that is, and at the worst possible time. Yeah. And I think that really was indicative on Saturday night because every time there was a 20-yard run, it was called back. Every time there was an opportunity on third down, a drop, another penalty, a turnover after a recovery of a fumble. Yeah. You know, it just felt like every time it was it was the time. It wasn't just the mistakes, but the timing of it. And I know you're shaking your head now, and I don't want to make you relive it, but that to me just felt like it, it shadowed over even when you guys did something right, something turned around immediately. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I mean, we had two two 20-plus explosive yard runs and key moments of the game yes. get called back with holding calls. And look, it is what it is. Um, you know, I thought the one in the second quarter was a game-changing game changing call. I mean, it would have got us on the plus 40 with two minutes left in the fourth or in the second quarter to hopefully go into the half 14-14. Instead, right. we throw a pick the next play, and we're down 21-7. That's the kind of thing that is tough especially considering the fact that you got a young team and how to overcome that. Yep. All right, I believe I hear the music. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. If you have a question or comment for the head bear, send Justin a message on Twitter at JustinAcre7. Now back to the Nathan Brown Show presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, 955 South Amity Road on the Buzz Radio Network. McDowell will stay in at quarterback, and he's going to keep it again off the right side, has room to run. At the 15-10-5, touchdown! Clifton McDowell into the end zone! There's that angelic voice of Justin Acres. No one's ever said that about him before, but I just did. I made radio history. I think we're also making radio history with these specialists tonight. They're getting their food right now. Hayden, I'm going to let you eat in just a minute, all right? <laughs> this is this has happened every week. Yeah, it does, it does, and it, and, and it gets more and more impressive every week. That's Those are a couple <laughs> impressive orders. I love it. Okay, Chris Kane in for Justin Acres tonight. Welcome back to the Nathan Brown Show. We are live at... Walk on Sports Bistro in Conway. We've got Monday Night Football. We've got college basketball on. That's why Justin's not here tonight. He's in Wichita, Kansas for the men's game. All right, Coach Brown, we got our specialist joining us tonight, Hayden Brown. Or Hayden Ray, excuse me. I combined your names. 
That'd angry. Be okay. I know. I know. Look, if I could combine his arm with your leg, be the, <laughs> oh my goodness, you'd be the pass punt kick champion of no, the world. We're gonna be doing a lot of fakes. <laughs> you'd be amazing. Hayden Ray joining us now, the Bryan, Arkansas native, the uh, home of champions, yes, as, sir. as he proudly proclaims. Um, how many state titles in a row, Hayden? Where you oh right goodness, now? I think it's four. Four. Going for, going for a fifth. Okay. Speaking of records, you are just too shy of the all-time record of tying the all-time record in field goals here. That's crazy. Curtis Burrow has 43. You currently have 41. Wow. I wish you could have, you know, attempted a 60-yarder last game in that <laughs> win. I, I, I know. Hey, it was it my mind. It I know it did. I know it did. You know what? I hate it because I watched pregame. I, I, mean, yeah. I have a question about that. The dynamic here, especially for someone who's yeah. been here for so long, Hayden. How much influence do you have over Coach Brown? Do you ever like when when the decision is about to be made? Let's say it's third and long, mm-hmm. right? Thirty plus yard. Are you ever out there like I got it? Do you ever say anything to him when he's trying? When right before the decision is going to be made, or right around it? So for pregame warmups and stuff, I usually go down to the other side of the field where the other team practices because I know I'm not going to have time to do that later because they'll obviously be warming up so I get reps down there I get reps on our side and just kind of depending on the wind which obviously was a huge factor in the game this past Saturday I I mean I told coach Brown I was like I'm pretty sure you can guess which way the wind's going because he always asked me which way the wind's going and so I told him I was like look I was like I was like 20 yard line get the ball to the 20 yard line max going into the wind I was like shoot if you want to do some 50 plus yarders I'm, I'm all in going this way and so with each game I usually tell him where I'm comfortable at with each yard line, and then he kind of just makes a decision based off that, and he usually looks at me, and I'll either give him like a head nod, like, yeah, let's do it, or he'll just – he'll. I just know he's going to make the right decision regardless. All right. Um, right-footed kicker? Yes, sir. Favorite spot, right? Hash, left hash, you going in the middle. Where, where do so you like to put it? So I actually – so when it comes to kicking in the middle, I don't necessarily like it that much just because with kicking there's more room for error in the middle. Okay. Um, I'm usually more of like a – off center left or off center right, like on the post. Okay. Um, those are the uh, spots I usually prefer. But if there's a hash I'd like to do, I I actually prefer the right hash. Right hash. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bryant native, as I mentioned, kicking in high school. How'd you get into it? What was the what was your entry into that? Was it soccer? Was it something else before? And or how'd you get involved? It actually, was soccer. So I played soccer all my life. Um, I ended up uh, becoming starting goalkeeper my freshman year uh, for Bryant's high school team. And kind of uh, have a big leg for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like punting, goal right. kicks, whatever. And so, our assistant head coach was actually a football coach. He's a receivers coach, and um, Coach Brown actually might know him, Clint Shadwick. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's a great guy. Love him to death. And he was like, "Hey, you ever tried kicking?" I'm like, "No." And he was like, "Why don't you just come out after practice?" And this was after season was over. He's like, "Just come out after practice. Give it a shot." So I gave it a shot. And he was like, all right, you're hired because there was a senior who was leaving. And I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And of course, my family and then some family friends are like, you should try kicking. Like, you have a big leg. And yeah. I'm like, ah, no, 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 you know. And so that, it just kind of took off from there. It was uh, um, on the JV team my sophomore year and then started varsity in my junior year and senior year. So. Fantastic. Okay, so also it would be remiss if I didn't mention this, even though these you're automatic with these, but you have 168 career uh, point after attempts. You're five shy of tying. Eddie Kamara. Oh wow! Yes, one seventy-three. So he's good. With that being said, when you're when you're this close, and, and this is a man next to you who knows a lot about records, who rewrote the record book at, at Central Arkansas. What do you? Two games left. He's only he's three shy of breaking the record. Well, let's I hope mean, he's, let's hope he breaks the extra point. <laughs> well, exactly. well, I think that's that's a given. Let's, okay. let's hope yeah. he breaks let's, that. that. Let's say that's well, a given. Well, and, and I, I've been asked that actually. Actually, uh, Steve O and Justin actually asked me that, uh, and you may have been involved in, in talking about this. If 
if you know, yeah, if you, if know. you, know, if you in, know in the game, he you said, know, Steve-O said, that you, should I, you know, maybe give you a head nod or let you know? I'm all about that. I, I'm, I'm a man of history. I, I love, I'm a player's coach. I love rewriting the book. And so if, if that opportunity comes, I, I definitely w- will relish that opportunity to give Hayden that opportunity, but two, just want him to make that opportunity. I mean, what a, cap a great career. And I think I've said it. Uh, numerous times uh, leading up to this year, I mean, I knew that he had a chance to rewrite the record book, yeah. and so uh, to see uh, see his belief and his commitment to this program, and you know, come in as a walk on kicker and earned a scholarship, and now become one of the greatest to kick here. I mean, what a what a cool deal to be a coach for that. I mean, I'm I'm all about the history books. That's an awesome story. You've hit your last five in a row, nine to thirteen on the season. So everybody knows you got the boot, but everybody knows it's also a mental game. How do you relax? Uh, what, what, what do you meditate? You know, do you fish? What do you? What, what do you? How do you? That's a Caden Brown thing, right? Oh yeah. Every, Caden talked about that. Last week. Yeah, we know that. All right. So, what do you do? What, what's your? What's? How do you clear your mind? Yeah. So, of course, at the beginning of the season, I kind of struggled a little bit with adversity. I was just, I was just in my head, and like I told Justin and Chandler, I texted them separately, and I was just like, look, I was like, it has nothing to do with you guys. I was like, you guys are doing your jobs great. And I love you guys for that. I was like, you guys keep doing what you're doing. I was like, I'm just dealing with something. And I'll figure it out. I promise. And so, I, I ended up. I ended up actually. We don't have much film, and especially for field goals, like there's really not much to watch except literally just watching the kick go through or either watching it not go through. And so, I actually did just start to watch my film at night before we go to bed before games, and like basically trying to make myself dream about that and then before games and like pregame meal or something i'll watch it again the same film and be like i can do this just just re-watch it and re-watch everything and so i've started to do that and it started to get my mind in the right place starting it to get um geared up for the game um and then also just you know praying to the lord making sure that he's got i mean obviously he has my back and so um those are just a couple things that i do um and just kind of just make sure that I'm confident in myself and I'll, I'll even like go up to um, there's a guy named Christian Underwood I, I went to kicking camps with him he helps out with uh, the tight ends and also with special teams and I'll go up to him before every kick and I'll get a high five from him or something and he'll be like hey you got this like just getting that little confirmation from just someone just helps me out and he's like you've been doing this a long time he's like you wouldn't be out there if you couldn't do it right and so just having that little uh, you know uh, reaffirmation words, and so, I mean, th- those are just the little things that helps me out in my mental game. Well, the coaches certainly believe in you. Coach Brown's been touting you all se- all your career, obviously, but all season long, and I know that he said, and we've said multiple times, you're going to be winning some games, and hopefully these last two games, hopefully it doesn't come down to your foot. <laughs> hopefully we can we can get enough of a lead to, yeah, to sure. where you can relax, but every bit of confidence is in you, man. Let's talk about your senior year. I mean, this is it. Um, you, you know, got a chance to rewrite the record book. I it's hard to, to sit there and probably pick a favorite win or a favorite moment, but when you kind of look back at – Oh, I have it. At, okay, give it to me. What <laughs> is it? it? Go for it. Coach give it Bra- to me. Coach Brown will remember this one. Northwestern, 2019. <laughs> Ooh. My, my onside kick to Scoot. That was a great kick. I, surprise onside. I, <laughs> co- Coach, me and Scoot have been pra- – we were practicing that kick. No one better all, for that. It's, all man, week. Scoot is fast. All week. I was like, there ain't no way we're doing this. Coach Howard's like, we're doing it. After <laughs> after I kicked the field, he's like, we're doing it. Because it would. I think that was to what, tie the game, I think? Yeah. Or like to get us a tying drive, basically. And I was I was so nervous for that kick. That was honestly probably the most nervous kick I've been. Really? Uh, yes. An on, a surprise on surprise on side kick. No, 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 had no, no. Nothing to do with it. Not like a forty plus yard. Because, because I feel like yeah. that's more embarrassing. Because like if I kicked it out of bounds, you're like, 
well, whoops, you know. And like, How judgmental you, are you of other kickers? Um, I'm really not. I actually I watch kickers warm up, and I can kind of tell like how they're going to perform in the game by the way they for- perform in warm-ups. Actually, for the EKU game, I was watching their kicker warm up. He was hitting 30-yard field goal or 40-yard field goals plus only in the middle. Okay. So I saw him go out for a left hash kick. I was like, I bet you he pushes this. This Push. is it. How about that? See, that's you got to rely. Psychic. I, I was about to say Psychic. not just that, but also scout. No doubt. No. Like he's he's almost scouting for I'm you. Like, hey, coach, I'm about to put you him get, on my hip. You get it. You hold these guys beyond the 48, making this, and oh, that yeah, way, and that yeah, way it gives this. your guys more motivation. Exactly. All right, so. Um, Kicking tonight, Justin Tucker. Oh, man. Is he Woo. the go? I mean, go gets thrown around he's a little good. too much, but in, in the kicking world, is, is he the go? What do you in, think? My, in my opinion, he's the best of all time. He's He has, I mean, in his career, I think he's not dropped below 90% in field goals, which is absolutely insane. Holds the record for the longest field goal, which is 66. I admire the dude. I actually just, I actually just started using new steps in the past few games using his steps really exactly because he does kind of the same thing i do and so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna ba- go based off him and see how it goes in practice and games and it's been working he's on to something that's where he is <laughs> he's, he's good for a reason you know what <laughs> good scout over Smart here man. You he's good yes. for a reason a specialist and student of the game hayden congrats on a great career so far thank Looking you so much seeing you break those records and uh whatever's next for football we'll be following you and supporting you the whole way buddy. Yes, thank you enjoy that food all right we're oh, gonna man. take a break We've got Justin Kyers coming up next after this. Made a huge special teams play on Saturday. We'll learn a little bit more about our long snap when we come back on the Nathan Brown Show, live at Walk-On Sports Bistro. You're listening to The Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, where everything is made from scratch, bringing Cajun cuisine to life. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks, shots, and that's good to know for next time. All right, special night here. We've got the specialists, including a former specialist, Will Seiler, just sitting off to the other table over there supporting his boys. Hayden Ray was just on with us. Now Justin Kyers joining us, the long snapper from Valrico, Florida, by way of Coffeeville Community College in Kansas. Now, if you're wondering where Valrico was like I was, I grew up 10 years in Florida from 10 to 18. I went to college down there in Orlando. Never heard of Valrico before, but I know the county, Hillsborough County, and I've heard of Bloomingdale High School. And that is where Justin Kyers hails from. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here with us, man. Appreciate you having me. Coach Brown, I know you've done this for several years, and I don't know how long Justin has done this, but I can't imagine we've had another long snapper on this show before because only two things can happen if you announce a long snapper's name in a game, and one of them is horrible. (laughs) And the other one is great, like recovering a fumble, which is what Justin did on Saturday night. And, Justin, you had a big tackle in an SEC game earlier this year as well. So, on the stat sheet, my man, pull that microphone just a little bit closer to your face if you can. All right. But uh, this is a, this is great. I'm excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show, and thanks for being here. Tell me about that moment on Saturday night. Bring me Because the wind was swirling, and, yeah. and, you're, and you're typically racing downfield. I've seen you make some big stops this year. 
But in this case, how far was that? 15 yards or 20 yards upfield before that ball got hung up in the air? Yeah, I believe it was a 20-yard punt. <laughs> Recovered by you. Yes. Okay, so the, re- the return man, rather unwisely, tried to make a play on it, right? Were you watching him the whole time? Yeah, I was a... Uh... We were supposed to punt it left, so I'm running down the field left. It was not the, left. I see the returner take off the opposite way. Yeah. So I just started chasing him, and I don't know what he was trying to do, but he picked it up. One of our uh, tutu, one of our players, came in, made a big hit, and and you were right there. I was there. Bounce, bounce. I thought it was bouncing out of bounds. Bounced right to me. I jumped on it. So well, congrats. Way to go. I know that uh, Coach Brown seeing your long snapper make plays like that. Got to bring a smile to your face even on a tough night, man. Yeah, and, and we asked Justin to do a lot. I mean, not only snap the ball and he does some protection stuff, but also get down the field and make plays. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you have to account for the deep snapper then, uh, in, in, in your punt unit, then that's that's a good problem to have. I mean, like like to have to account a, a defender on him. So, um, you know, he does a good job. He's, he's, he's in, in, increased his pop time. He's got good athletic ability. Um, just does a great job. He's been very consistent for us for the last few years. Yes. Now, that is key. Consistency with long step has got to be everything. Um, I'm curious, the technique of it all. I mean, he, at least the center puts gets a hand. Yeah. You know, you're, you've are you got both hands on the ground, your head down, looking back, and then you got guys coming right at you. Yeah. How, take me through your mentality. I mean, how how did you get into long snapping? I know you played a little tight end in high school. Is that something where they're like, hey, try this out? Well, Right when I got into high school, I was a lot heavier. I was probably around 260 pounds. So I played center all throughout Little League. And coming into high school, I played center as well. And this long snapper they had just, I mean, wasn't very good because mm-hmm. he, didn't, he didn't care to long snap. And the coach asked me to long snap one day, and I did it. And I was just, I was good at it. So he moved me up to varsity as a freshman wow. to be the long snapper. And I played a little bit of center when our, our center got hurt but mostly long snapper and then ended up losing some weight sophomore year end of sophomore year moved to tight end and it's funny because i never really like claimed to be a long snapper because it's like when you're in high school if somebody <laughs> asks you what's your position you're not going to say oh, <laughs> right, right. i'm a long snapper <laughs> yeah 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 it just doesn't doesn't sound good tight end so. sounds great yeah, yeah so yeah. i would always say it's kind of bad. I'm, I love being a long snapper now. I mean, I claim it. You embrace I, it. Yeah. You're good. But in high school, I used to say, I'm an athlete that long snaps. <laughs> That's good. It's, a way, it's all in phrasing, right? Yeah. Like, if I say I'm in business development, it just means sales. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's how you phrase it. That's, see, that's perfect. Okay, so around Tampa, you grew up, Bloomingdale High School. You guys had a really good run. I looked at some of the numbers, um, part of a lot of success. By way of Coffeeville, what brought you to UCA? Why, why was this, uh, you know, a school that you wanted to attend and, and come and be a part of? Well, I um, out of high school, I was talking to Coach Howard my okay. senior year a little bit, and I didn't get an offer anywhere but Coffeeville. So I went, and Coach Howard told me they have a guy now. We have to wait a year, and then we'll figure it out. So I was at Coffeeville, and I knew I remember talking to Coach Howard and him telling me that they needed a guy in a year. So I ended up messaging him, and he came out to one of the games we played in Arkansas at Coffeeville, and I ended up coming on a visit and fell in love with it. All right, so we were talking about the specials room. It's a tight-knit group, man. What's your favorite, I mean, part of being in that room, and what are some of the things you guys like to do outside of football? Because I know you guys hang out together outside the room or outside of, you know, the stadium. Yeah, the specialists are definitely all super cool. You know you can message any of them whenever, and they'll be there for you. Like a couple semesters ago, I uh, crashed my little moped scooter, and I called up the other long snapper, Kyle, and he came right away and picked me up, brought me home. So 
Other than football, I mean, we play a lot of ping pong. There you go. So we're the we're the yeah. ping, we're the ping pong champs in the locker room. So. Arguably the best table game. I yeah. Mean, yes, yeah, in my I, opinion. I yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to. I I I, uh, I always appreciate playing ping pong against you know good talent. And when you guys have that table right there, I'm sure you guys are outstanding. You wax the floor with me. All yeah. right, let's talk about um, you know being a long snapper. I gotta feel like. It's such a special position, and there's not a lot of them out there. So whenever you're looking at, you know, how you're progressing and getting better and better and better, is this something you want to look to pursue and, and, and try out at the next level? I know, you know, you're a junior, so you have some time to think about it, but, you know, what do you think is in regards to uh, looking at the next level of things? I absolutely want to go to the NFL. I mean, if it's a long shot, it's a long shot, but I'm going to do whatever I can to try to get there. So... I mean, I work at, I snap every day, of course. I have to have to lose a little weight, get a little bigger, a little faster, but it's 100% something I want to pursue in the NFL. Dude, you're pretty fast. What are you majoring in here? Uh, health promotions. Health promotions. Okay, very nice. Um, I asked you before this. I said, okay, so Bucks fan, right? Around, you know, grew up around Tampa, and yeah. you said, no, not really. Yeah. Where, tell Patriots. Me. Patriots fan. Which, I, I mean, did you not know that? Your boy. He, he ought to be a Bucks TV fan 12. now, man. No, well, that's the thing. He told I mean, me. Yeah, tell, t- go on and tell yeah. me. He made it easy for you to, to, to make that uh, tra- I know, I know transfer. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when Brady and Gronk came over, of course, <laughs> I'm 30 minutes away from the Bucks stadium, and everybody loves the Bucks now because Brady and Gronk are there. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. But I was born in Rhode Island, 30 minutes from the Patriots stadium. My dad's a diehard Patriots fan. My mom's a diehard Patriots fan. Still not no Bucks fan. They don't. They still. Oh like, really? They don't like. They the denounce Bucks. them still. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Even when Tom was, even though Brady's there. Yep. Wow. Even when Tom and Grant got there. But. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's diehard. You know, Patriots fans are diehard. I, get it. I yeah. get it. Um. And finally, I was gonna. I, I told Coach Brown this before, and I always ask Coach Brown, Coach Columns, and the quarterbacks. You know, okay, tell me what's what. You know, wind, rain, elements. When I mean, we had plenty of that on 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 Saturday, as a long snapper. You know, I saw a, I saw a long snapper for North Alabama snap the ball 40 yards last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, yeah. I guess now. You know, and that was in good condition. But whenever you're snapping the ball and you've got such a, you know, a, a, a motion that is so special and, and that you harness in and focus on, what's the hardest harder condition? Is it is it harder to do it when, when it's really windy like last week or when it's really wet when things get a little slippery? Because I know got a little dicey earlier on this season. Yeah, they're, they're both pretty bad, but... I would 100% snap in the wind other than the rain. Okay. Like, I, I do not like snapping in the rain. I got to cup the ball a little more than I usually do, which usually tends to send it higher. So, mishap earlier this season. It could but, happen. I mean, but, yeah. started pouring down rain right as the game started. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's okay. It happens. Yes. But that's it. But I, I, I'm always asking about that because elements obviously play a part. So, well, your element of your game is obviously outstanding. And thanks again for joining us tonight. Justin Kyers from Valrico, Florida, our long snapper, just a junior. Looking forward to seeing how you continue to progress and hoping to see you uh, at the next level one day, snapping to uh, your boy sitting next to you maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I know he's got aspirations for that too. All right. We'll take another break. We'll come back after this. We've got our all beef report brought to you by the arkansas beef council where's the beef coming up next on the nathan brown show go purple go gray go uca you're listening to the nathan brown show on the buzz radio network coming to you live from walk-on sports bistro in conway a great place to take the family or catch the game now back to coach brown and justin mcdowell 
drops it off to Jordan Owens, a tight end to 10, the 5, touchdown, Central Arkansas. For the second time this season, Jordan Owens finds the end zone. All right, welcome back, everybody. Coach Brown Show live at Walk-Ons in Conway. I'm Chris Kane filling in for Justin tonight, who is out of town. He is in Wichita, Kansas, as it is now combo season, where Justin's going to be on the road a little bit for basketball. Home game later this week. Looking forward to that, Coach Brown, on Friday night. That's going to be a lot of fun. How often are you able to, during, maybe not during the season, I know you guys are busy, but after the season, how often do you and the family like to go out and support the other teams and uh, and catch some games? We, we do it a lot. Yeah. And, and I obviously being an alum and Jessica being an alum, we obviously want to support. And, I, and, and, and being a, you know, those are my peers, my right. coaching peers. And so I always want to be there to support, support not only the basketball programs, but soccer teams, have, soccer's got a big match right now in the A-Sun tournament yeah, semifinals. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're hosting that right now. Yeah. I think they're in halftime. But, uh, yeah, we, we try to get out and support as much as we can. I think that's important. You know, most of those coaches and players come and support a football team, so I want to do the same for them. All right. Let's get to our beef report brought to you by the Arkansas Beef Council. We are now entering week 10. Stephen F. Austin. Bears lead the series 8-3. to three. If You're going to come down to the game this past weekend. Look, it's an old Southland Conference yeah. opponent. Hopefully you've been before. It's only about a four-and-a-half-hour drive. One of the closest, I remember. Bad. I think it was second closest only to Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches. Yeah, yep. and when we're going to Nacogdoches, of all things. And don't get those confused. They will get very upset. <laughs> all right, uh, last season in Conway, it was a tough game. Bears trail by three at the half. Braylon Smith getting injured. And I know that kind of, you know, yep. altered the course of the yep. season a little bit, Coach. Looking to get some, not revenge, I think that's a little too harsh, but it is, it is certainly payback season, I think. And, and the, you're going against a team that was preseason top ten and has struggled yeah. quite a bit this year. And they've, they've had pretty tough competition as well, like you, not as much as you guys. But what have you seen or heard from? I know you guys are just starting to break down everything. Well, they've been up and down. I mean, they're, they're, I think they're sitting at 5-4 five five right and now. Four, correct. Uh, Coach Carthel does a great job there. He's recruited at a really high level at SFA. And um, obviously we've got – an old Southland rival, and, and we know a lot about that program. And over the years, have had some battles, uh, not only in Conway, but in Nacogdoches as well. Um, but again, they're a talented team. Just because they're five and four, there's a reason why they were in the top ten. They have 27 seniors. Yes, 27 seniors. And we, let's, not, let's not talk about how many we have. <laughs> 27 seniors, and and 22 of those are in the two deep. So they're a very, very veteran football team, uh, which is probably why they were preseason top ten, uh, coming off of a playoff appearance and and having that many older guys. So it's going to take great effort. They're really good at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had won 12, 13 straight before Utah Tech beat them uh, two weeks ago at home. So uh, very good at home. Bryce Stadium, so we're going to have to go down there and play a good football game. They've got an experienced quarterback, almost thrown for 10,000 yards in his career. Um, what will be the best receiver we see all year in Xavier Gibson. Uh, you know, I think he single-handedly beat us last year. No, he, um, yeah, you can say it. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he's brutal. We, we, we've, he's got to, we've got to stop him. Uh, and then they're capable on defense. They've got some really long defensive ends and uh, experienced secondary. So uh, we're going to have to come back and get our – I told our team after practice today, we've got to get our stinger back. You know, we, 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 we've had a lot of success this year. We know we can do it. Let's go, let's go prove it again. They're coming off a of bye. They, as you mentioned, a lot of returners, 12 returning all-conference players coming into this season. Um, they have also done something interesting, Coach, with that recruiting and with the recent success from Coach Carthel, ticket sales increased there 89% in the last three seasons. So them being good at home, no yep. surprise, yep. as more fans are going to those games now and helping support them. You mentioned Gibson. He's got 938 receiving yards this year, six touchdowns. He averages 104 per game. Uh, Trey Self, 2,100 yards, 17 touchdowns, five interceptions. Not lighting up the world this year by any means, but certainly one of the better quarterbacks we're going to see. But then this is the big one. You mentioned the defense. 
11 top tacklers returned this season. Miles Hurd, their leading tackler, was 73. And B.J. Thompson, the England-Arkansas native of all things, and the Baylor transfer, he leads the team with five sacks. They've got good specialists as well, an All-American preseason punter and uh, a kicker who is 17 of 20 this year. So they certainly have the numbers to back it up. What do you think? But at the same time, and I know history is history, and now is now, obviously, but Bears always seem to play so well. Yeah, against a, the Lumberjacks. I've had, I've had a lot of good times in Nacogdoches. I bet you have. I mean, not just that, but two of the highest scoring outputs in yeah. in modern football history for the program, yeah. two 60-plus yeah. scoring outputs against that program. What is it about this this game? Obviously, this is not the Piney Woods rivalry with <laughs> Sam, but it does feel like there's something about, you know, special about these two purple and, and you know, uh, conference teams that you formerly conference we, pros. We we run into them a lot in recruiting. Okay. I mean, we we you know as coaching staffs we we recruit and, and offer a lot of the same players, and so uh, it's a battle every year in the off season with those guys. And then obviously it's changed a little bit with the dynamic with them going to the WAC and us today, son, over the last two years. Uh, but but again, I've always always had great respect for that program. They they they're in a they're in a really really good hotbed for for uh, recruiting and, and attracting players. Um, you know, and 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 just just. Uh, I, you know, I remember having a couple battles with him when I was a player. You know, so anybody I played against, you know, as a player and now as a coach, I think there's a little bit something more special to that. And uh, so it's just, it's just a great opportunity. I respect Coach Carthel and how he runs his program. And uh, you know, we, we we don't have a ton of players that necessarily have the same SF, SFA feeling we had in the in the prior 10, 15 years right. because of the Southland rivalry. Uh, but we've got enough that 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 understand what's at stake, and I think that's what's important. Let's talk about some of your guys for just a moment heading into that game. Um, just from last game, Clifton McDowell getting a little yeah. more opportunity last game. Clifton finished 6 of 11, 63 yards and a touchdown. He had 38 rushing yards and a touchdown as well. Um, talk about that game plan. What was it about you know what you saw in practice and leading up that week that you felt like you want to incorporate him a little bit more into the packages? Well, we've had him. We've had some packages for him for for a while now. I mean, we saw we saw a little bit of what he could do at the end of the Ole Miss game. I mean, he was running really hard in that game and. You know, just just uh, you know, in, in kind of cleanup duty. So we knew what we had in practice. He's a great athlete. He's a big kid. Um, so we've had a couple different packages to put him in. We just Will's been playing so well. You did the yeah, flow of the right. game. You just it was hard to get him in. And you know, we thought last night we, or excuse me, Eastern Kentucky we, uh, night we were going to get him in early. We made a point to do that, and he went in and he scored on that the second drive of the game. And so uh, that was big, and that, that ought to add some confidence for him. Uh, we we got some packages where both quarterbacks are in. You know, and so the more we go into the season, the more creative you've got to be. And so that's that's important as we continue to push through this year. T Bird nine tackles. I think Justin said it last week. Death taxes and nine tackles for Tamarian. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's, it's every, every time. week. Hey, but TD Williams coming off a, a rib yeah. injury the week before and getting an interception. I know that, that that was encouraging to see him bounce back like that. Yeah, and what a lot of people don't see is they just see the product on Saturdays. TD Williams didn't practice all week. Wow, we've been practiced with the rib and then he got the flu, and so that that we had a couple kids. We mentioned that to you before the before the uh, before the broadcast. I mean. We probably had six, seven guys miss practice time last week because of flu-like symptoms and, and having the flu. So, uh, you know, I saw where even other programs like Liberty and some other teams are having flu symptoms. I mean, it's just kind of going around. So people just see what's on the product the product on Saturdays. They don't realize what it takes to get to that point. Well, it's great to see TD. He goes a whole week without practicing. And he gave up a touchdown they normally wouldn't. I think a week of practice he wouldn't do that early in the game. But he came right. back with an interception, and that was good because he's been playing great ball for us all year. Kylan James now has 814 all-purpose yards getting to yeah. start last week. But also Trison Smith getting back in. Speaking of bouncing back from injury, you know, Trison had 7.3 yeah. yards of carry last week. No losses yeah. for Trison either. He was nothing but uh, positive gains. I know that 
Every, everybody's asking about Darius. What can you tell us about his status heading into this next game? Yeah, he practiced today okay. um, at a limited basis. We're still we're still we're still keeping uh, keeping a close eye on the hamstring. Uh, we feel good about this weekend. I mean, honestly, the kid. He's such a competitor, you know. Like I've said before, he, I mean, until this past weekend, he he hadn't missed a day of practice or a game in his career, uh, which is amazing by the, the style he plays. I mean, he's such a bruising back, you know, take a bunch of hits. But uh, you know, he was in tears before the game. He wanted to play so bad, and probably could have pushed himself to play. Uh, but it was smart to hold him another week. We're hoping to have him back by Saturday. All right, and being a former quarterback, we've got about a minute left. What do you say to your quarterback who struggles like that? You know, what are some of the things that you reinforce to, to get that play that you know he's able to do and elevate him back up? Look in that rearview mirror. You've done it time and time again. We've won games because of Will McIlvain. He'll be back and better than ever. All right. Well, coming up next after the break, we got our two-minute drill right now. Ravens lead 7 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. We're live at Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway. Monday night football, college basketball. And we've got our two-minute drill with Coach Brown. We come back after this. We're talking Bear football tonight on the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and broadcasting live from their location at 955 South Amity Road. All right, welcome back to the Nathan Brown Show. Chris Kane filling in for Justin Acri tonight, live at Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway. Coach Brown is here. We had a great conversation with Hayden Ray. Justin Kyers here as well. Coach Brown, we did our all-beef report. Arkansas Beef Council, thank you for their sponsorship, and we got to know a little bit more about SFA, but now it's time for the two-minute drill, and I know Justin gets to ask you a myriad of questions every week, and he get, he did provide one for me. He said he didn't get to it last week. It's still relevant, though. Okay. You re- all right, okay, you ready? Okay. All right. Powerball, it's up to $1.9 billion. How's that even real? That's going to be <laughs> whoever wins it, they're going to ask that same question. How is this even real? Yeah. All right. You win the Powerball, you get your no 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 don't give me the don't give me the you know regular answers. I'm college fund and pre yeah, kids yeah, yeah. donations. Yeah. Give me your splurge. What is your Powerball 1.9 billion dollars? Let's say you clear a billion out of it after taxes. What's your splurge? Can you imagine clearing a billion? Dollars? No, no, I oh can't. I'd love we to. We would have so Jessica and I would have a uh, we, we would have two we would have two new houses. We okay. probably have one in the mountains and one toward toward the beach. Mountains would be on the lake somewhere, somewhere probably in Montana, somewhere like that. You've been up there, haven't oh, yeah, you? Beautiful, love it. Okay. Love, love to get up there and have a place up there and get away. Uh, so we'd have those two things, and then and then la- last but not least of my big splurge is. Uh, University of Central Arkansas would have the, the best FCS <laughs> setup in the country. Hey, would, that's an would you have facility? a moat around the stadium? Oh, we have, we would, a we live would, bear. We, we, would, we would have fountains. I mean, you name it. We would have it. It would be. It would be. A, the stripes would be. Uh, would be the uh, focal point. But we would make it look good around them. Okay. You know what? Now I hope you win. I really do. I know you. <laughs> know you haven't even thought about getting a ticket. Um, okay. <laughs> Officially in fall hunting season. Yeah. Any memorable hunting experiences you've been on? Oh, many. I, I mean, I, like, what's, what comes to mind is, is standing out? Man, I, we grew, I grew up hunting. Probably the first deer I killed. I mean, I remember I was probably fourth, fifth grade. Who were um, you with, Dad? Little, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, had a carbine rifle and 
doe stepped out and popped her down and that, you know it's like that like adrenaline's weird when you're hunting i mean you're, you're like, especially your first time yeah you're, you're, it's, you're, yeah. your heart's beating and all you that can but feel it i just remember having a, having a sense of pride and joy whenever i got that they got that doe down that was pretty cool you still try to get out occasionally yeah, or? every now and then we get to go out at christmas time and you know you're so i'm so dang busy with with football and then recruiting of course I mean, recruiting obviously takes up a ton of time everybody thinks you can take a breath after the season's over Man, it's recruiting season then. You know, it just rolls on. So, uh, you know, when you get a chance, you try to get out. Okay. Next question. New Orleans is our Monday night game tonight. You lived there briefly yep. with the Saints. Um, favorite restaurant or, or, or food in the Crescent City that you can remember? Man, I don't, I don't know about restaurant, but I just the, – the food in New Orleans, every time every time you go down there, I'm just so impressed. I mean, I love – like, like you, you – like just even something simple as a shrimp po' boy, they're just different down there. They've got a taste to them. They, they've got a, uh, a the smell. bread, a yeah. smell. I mean, it's just it is. You go down, you go down the French Quarter, and you're gonna find some great food. All right, next question: What board game or card game are you most confident you could beat anyone in? If someone came down and they threw a million dollars on the table and said, "Pick the game, you beat me, you get this." What Man. game? What board game or card game are you picking for that? I, I'll tell you the the board game I enjoy the most. But I'm not a big board game or card game guy. I mean, I, like I've, we play poker in college and all that, but uh, I've always the board game that I do enjoy and it takes forever to play is Monopoly. <laughs> really, you enjoy Monopoly? I, 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 wow. I, I've, I've been in some long Monopoly games. I have. I, like, I remember playing with buddies in high school. We 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 would play like four hours long. Oh, I mean, it's minimum. I mean, it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, I, I always enjoy that. But we 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 get, we hang out with some groups that play a lot of games and stuff and. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not a great board game card game guy. I'm more of a I'm more of a uh, I'm gonna stand back and watch you guys play, and I'll just visit. <laughs> <laughs> want to make want to just kind of be around, yeah. but not in the 100%. game. Okay, all right. Um, you and your wife met in college. Do you we remember? Did. Do you remember your first date? I do, I do, I do. We we were actually uh, met through a mutual friend, and then we went to I don't remember where it was at, but somewhere in Little Rock, and we went and watched a uh, like a, a band. Okay, uh, but it was yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Absolutely. I asked that to ask this: if one of your players came up to you and said, "Hey, I've got a, I've got my first date with so and so. Where should I, where should I take them? Where would you recommend?" Well, I, I think my first place that I, I would say is walk-ons, right? Of course. I mean, why would you not? You got, you got, you could get great food. You, you see, it's a guy, right you, up for it's you. a guy oh. you can watch, watch the games. Uh, Mike's place is a great place in Conway. Uh-huh. Yeah, Pasta Grill. How about There's a UCA some, game? Whoo, that'd be great. See, uh, as a matter of fact. Was that last home game? November was that? Well, I don't even know the date. Whatever date it is, two two Saturdays from now. Is that the great old, date night? Is that the ultimate power move though? Is it a date night where you're not actually? Because if it's one of your players, they're not present there. But hey, you can come watch in the stands. Is that is that a, is that a first date? Is that is that trying to kind of show off the hey I'm on the team but I mean, you can come to the game I mean if you're a guy like Hayden Ray and you might be kicking for a record I mean that's a pretty big deal of course he's of course he's he's, yeah, uh, he's not up. he's locked up yeah he's, he's locked in that up situation. of course of course both of my guys here are locked up I know I know I I, I I saw both their significant it's others awesome. yeah it's fantastic um, okay so NFL how much do you watch NFL these days. A good bit. I mean, not as much. Sunday's a big work day for us, so I mean, we're in the office. You know, whether it's cleaning up the night before, game planning for the next next one. So you'll catch a Monday night game or maybe a Sunday night game. Uh, but uh, you know, once the season's over, I, I try to catch as much as I can. All right, I'm going to eliminate Tom Brady from this equation. Favorite quarterback under 30 right now. Under 30, and you can for, guess. For, first of all, did you see that? game-winning drive by Tom Brady. I did, yes, I actually thought about it because I, I knew I was doing the show with you today, and I knew you'd bring it up, and I knew you'd say, see, he's still got it. See, he's still got it, even though clearly I'm taking he Josh, has I'm lost the ta- step. I, I'm taking Josh Allen. Josh I Allen. mean, and I love Mahomes, um, and Mahomes is is obviously, um, you know, he's he's the best playing right now, but, man, Josh Allen's upside, and just the progression he's made in a short amount of time, 
uh, in, in the physical traits. I mean, that dude, like physically, when you're mod- building a modern-day quarterback, it's Josh Allen. All right. Um, the NFL game right now that's being played, the Ravens have a 7 to nothing lead. Uh, I mentioned you were with the Saints, and you were obviously uh, undrafted free agent for the Jaguars before deciding to get into coaching. How much of the concepts that you learned at that level did you incorporate into your own play calling, and what did you focus on learning from the collegiate level? Like, how much NFL stuff have you taken and adopted in, at the collegiate level? We, we actually still run two two concepts consistently that I got from New Orleans Saints. Oh, really? Um, yeah, Sean Payton's system. Now we name it a little different, but uh, but but yeah, I mean you, you're you're stealing stuff constantly. I mean, that, like when I'm watching a football game, it's hard for me to watch a football game as a fan. I like, man, what? Well, yeah, I want to run that back. You know, I want to see what they did on that. So uh, yeah, you use those 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 experiences and opportunities. I actually. Use a, we also use a, a concept that I used at the Senior Bowl with the Cincinnati Bengals staff. Really? Ken, Kenny Zampezi and uh, 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 that, that group. Marvin Lewis was the head coach he that was time. Head, Yeah, he was there uh, a long time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we, did, we, did, we did a, a concept in the Senior Bowl that I, I, we still use. So, yeah, absolutely use it. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a steal game. You're always stealing stuff from other people. Do you think those games are, are blending more now than they were in the past? 100%. College, college football and NFL are so similar these days. It's not, I mean, it, it has a lot to do with the quarterback progression. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing what you uh, put together as a game plan. Gets finalized this week. Practice, of course, continuing here. Fortunately, good weather for you guys this week. We'll check the forecast for a little bit later on. Meteorologists always told me when I was on TV, they were like, when I asked them about, you know, later later in the week, they are like, oh, maybe ask a little bit later. I was like, yeah, you guys just guess anyway. Yeah, it's, no fine. Doubt. it's fine. So, Coach, good luck this week. Final thoughts as we head uh, down to SFA. Just just looking to rebound. You know, we, we, we you know a couple weeks ago we, we kind of stubbed our toe against Lindenwood. We rebound great the next week against Kennesaw. Need the same thing this week. I look forward to it. Our guys are going to play good football these last two weeks. All right, looking forward to it. Four o'clock kick. Can't wait, and we will see you there live. And brought to you in part by the Arkansas Beef Council, Splash Car Wash, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Conway Regional, AT&T, Highland Dairy, DDS Dentures and Implants, HD Roofing and Construction, and Conway Corp.